0: what's up everybody welcome back episode 29 of the sunday sauce we're pushing 30 joey just like our age we're pushing i don't
1: like i don't like that (laughs) we're not there yet don't like
0: that we're not there yet Happy Sunday, everyone, though. Appreciate you all, as always, for tuning in. Hope everyone enjoyed the Thursday episode with the NFL picks, ready to catch up to Joey this week, even though started off on a bad foot with Tennessee losing Thursday night. We'll get into that. No worries. Before we also get into today's interview, we just love for you to please continue sharing, subscribing, liking, reviewing us. That's all we ask if you're going to. Let Joey and I talk you out for an hour, hour and a half. Just, uh, you know, share it with someone else if you like it. It's free. It's free. Yeah. But if not, no biggies, like, just hit the unsubscribe button and don't listen to no, me. No,
1: no, no, no. It's a, it's a biggie. It's free. It takes two seconds. Just go do it. That's a good point. This is what Joey's All here right. for.
0: No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Accountability. Right. Fan accountability. Anyway, <laughs> interview today. Big one. Greg Collin from Niagara University, drafted by the Atlanta Braves, traded last week to the Baltimore Orioles. So we're on it quick, Joe. We see moves being made, boom. Get, get on the show. We got to talk to you. Was it is like... Zaycon's
1: breaking news? We going gonna to get into the breaking news business?
0: I know. Close. It's actually... It was, it was great timing. By the way, we're recording on Friday night. It is Greg Collins' birthday today. Wow. So, perfect week. Yeah, perfect week to uh, have him on. Birthday week birthday interview on the Sunday trade week. trade week as well. So that's going to be awesome. I got to play summer ball with him one summer. Uh, that's how I got to meet him. He's an unbelievable baseball player. Just turned 24 young stud. He got traded for an actual MLB player. Kevin, oh, was it Tyler Malone?
1: I forget his name, but I, I, after the interview, I went on, I went online to look at the trade. And I, again, I, I still forget the guy's name that they traded for, but I was calling a different guy they got moved from Atlanta to Baltimore and the first post was like, was a blog, like a, like a diehard, like Baltimore Oriole, like blog page. So I'm like, all right, I got to see what they're saying about, about Cohen. <laughs> so I'm scrolling down and they were just, dr- they were dragging the other guy in the trade.
0: Oh, it was time, time alone. That's what it was. Time alone. Yeah. yeah but yeah, the yeah. guy,
1: the guy that's coming, the guy that's coming to, no. Oh,
0: with Colin. You're saying the guy they were dragging. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Guy they were they were, dra- they were dragging
1: like, oh, this guy stinks. Like, whatever. I'm like, and you know, hey, if you're out, if you're out there, buddy, sorry, I don't know you, but, and they were like, but listen, this Greg Cullen kid, we got to steal. This kid's legit. I was like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. go. <laughs> let's go.
0: Yeah. We got him. We got him good. He's a big sauce sauce pod fan too. Shout out to him and Ernie Clement both. They were, they were probably two of the most like, like, excited people to be on here because they're like, dude, I listen every week. Like,
1: Clement, too. Dude, if we, if Cle- we ever have Cle- to sorry, have, like, yes. an impromptu men's softball league game and we can just recruit our interviewees, we'll have an absolute bomb squad.
0: Yeah. We have a bunch of studs. So. November update. How's my stash look, by the way? Gross. It's coming in. The caterpillars now 13 days growing. We are grinding, raising money. And I'm, I'm super proud of the Devils organization, super proud of everyone in the, in the Movember like foundation community as a whole. You can see like teams that are leading and in individuals that are leading. But as of Friday at 5.22 p.m., the New Jersey Devils have raised almost $7.8,000 of our $20,000 target. Uh, I have personally raised just under 1500. I obviously raised my goal to $2,000. We're going to keep going. Uh, I've ran, what is it? 13 days. So I haven't run yet this evening, but coming into today, day, I've already run 24 miles this month, two miles a day, keeping it consistent. Last night was the first night I had some like serious shit and splints. I'm like, damn, I might have to take a night off tonight. It was the worst. Yeah. I'm feeling all right right oh, now. i yeah. take a little I mean, nighttime man, jog. Not that I would know, but yeah. No, oh, actually you wouldn't have. By the way, everyone, I want you to message Joey Coffee. He got a bike, a stationary bike for I'm riding his... with
1: you. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing it in silence though.
0: Yeah, that's fine. You can bike you can you can get 60 miles on by the end of the month. I've been doing 3 a day. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So I'm so all right, we... I'm at, I'm at 15 for the week. Perfect. We got you got plenty of time. Except you are coming home for 2 weeks, so And it it ain't it ain't coming with me. So I'm gonna substitute. I'm gonna substitute 15 miles
1: for 15 blue lights a night when I (laughs) come when I come home.
0: Yeah, everyone, everyone, shoot Joey a message, congratulate him on his new bike. He's getting back in the the fitness game. He can he can actually play his video games while he bikes. So he's doing two at once.
1: I can do that. Yeah, but thank you all. I caved last night, though. I biked like three and a half miles. Sat down and got a big ass bowl of ice cream afterwards. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey you keep biking like that then you're a lot you're allowed to eat that stuff because yeah, i'll just cancel all you know, I'm, I'm just i'm
1: i'm trying my goal is just homeostasis just steady no no peaks or dips until i die just i'm gonna i want a flat line into my death just steady steady as can be
0: burn it eat it burn it eat it <laughs> yes But <laughs> a <laughs> well, serious no thank you all for for donating so far continuing to spread the word being supportive Sorry, I'm blowing up your social medias, but I'm helping, it's helping me hold myself accountable. So before we get into the sports world, I did want to tell a, a brief story on uh, just how funny like, and how inconsistent the uh, like, ramifications are in, in like, the enforcements of COVID. So I, I do Uber Eats driving on the side now just to make some extra money. Obviously, lose out on a lot of revenue with not being able to sell as many tickets and whatnot. So I'm Uber Eats driving and I have to pick up some food from this mall in Newport, which is in Jersey City. And the food is inside the Panera inside the mall. So it's a security guard waiting outside. I go to walk in. She goes, are you here to see a movie? And I go, no, I'm here to pick up food. I drive Uber Eats and I have to grab it and go deliver it. She goes, okay, you have to call Panera and they have to bring it out to you. like, all right, I guess that makes sense. You know, they want people in the mall. Someone else walks by me two seconds later and she goes, are you here for a movie? And they go, yes. And they let those people in. And I look at her, I go, so... I'm here for my job to deliver food, like pick up food and deliver someone. and I can't go in there, but someone who's doing a completely like recreational activity to go see a movie, like <laughs> they're, al- they're allowed to go in there. She's like, yeah, you have to call. I go, well, no one's answering. So can I go in? And like, it took me, like, I was staying as respectful as I could, but like, I was just mind blown that like, you can go into a mall to watch a movie, but you can't go into like pick up food when you're doing a job to like bring to someone else. So, um,
1: we so, live in a weird world. It's, it's crazy. That's, man. All, that's, that's all I know right now. It's
0: crazy. It's crazy. And and it's, I don't know, just inconsistencies. It just made me laugh. So I think that's not like a a Snapchat to call people that other night when I was like in the moment, just like fired up about it. But I've calmed down, but it's still. At this point,
1: yeah, I'm on the page that, I mean, I'm going to follow any rule. I get told, that's just who I am. I'm going to follow the rules. But it's getting to a point where the the rules are so arbitrary. And I feel like they're just pulling things out of thin air. It's like, I mean, again, I'm going to follow the rules, but it's like, come on, guys. Like, there's just no reason behind half of them, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know.
0: Make sure you stay out of the restaurant after ten PM. By the way, or actually nine was it nine thirty in Boston?
1: Nine thirty. Yeah, nice. I don't go out till
0: then. Yeah. Right. Anyway, let's get to sports. College hoops, college sports, college football. Top ten was released for college basketball. Gonzaga leading the charge. Um, also Jimmy Bayheim is being sued for that unfortunate accident that happened a couple years ago when he. Hit that gentleman who was on the side of the road. Um, that sucks. It has to be brought back up and then brought to essentially probably a trial or whatever it may be at this point. But obviously, it's a life was lost. It's a very touchy
1: it, subject. It's but wild. Yeah. I mean, say, call. It, I mean, say what you want. I'll, I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Like it just like they just like, they just kind of like all right like we're going to move on really fast from this. (laughs) Like it didn't get brought
0: up for a long time again. (laughs) I don't know how he continued coaching. If I like did that, like I would Uh, be shattered. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm as orange as it gets. I'm orange through and through, but that was weird. Just like the whole, like just the whole thing from like it happening to like, it just like never being talked about again. I'm like, gone as we're doing. All right. Yeah. Unreal. I don't know. I have no idea what to, what to make of this.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Uh, some more COVID cancellations in games this week. Big ones. LSU, Bama, not happening. A&M, Tennessee, not happening. Georgia, Missouri, not happening. Ohio State, Maryland, all not happening. Urban Meyer actually had COVID. So I don't know if – for all of, the, all of you who follow college football and tune into, like, the Fox – panel they have they have a pretty good crew with uh urban meyer and bush and matt leinert and brady quinn um, they were all not allowed to be on set last week because it was a covid scare and now it came out that urban meyer was like hey i had covid that's why we had to roll out the b squad last week so crazy it's it's getting into the uh the the sportscasters as well the final four <laughs> is, the final four is gonna be a shit show in college football oh my god dude because this Ohio State-Maryland game was officially canceled. So, now, in Ohio State's case, they have, like, one less game, and they already had two less and games. And they started late. Yeah. So, now, now the Big Ten's probably feeling even sicker that they were the first ones to try and cancel everything because now it's really butting them in the ass. They don't have time to make up these games now, you know, because they started so late. I mean, no matter, so, no, no matter who they pick,
1: I would say a good two to three teams are going to get screwed somehow. Like, again, no – like those, like those, are top, like seven teams, like of the four that get in, mm-hmm. whoever gets left out is gonna be, like, it's gonna be some weird like reasons why they were out. It's, it's, gonna, I don't know. They, I don't know, college football. They, they, they tried. I know, I know, dealing with college kids is a lot harder than dealing with like pro athlete adults, so they can do. Sure. That's their, their own choice, but I don't know, man. Like, I feel like this could have, been, this could have been handled a lot better if they just had a concrete plan than saying. Okay, half our leagues are gonna play, half of them aren't gonna play. It's like, dude, like don't like play or don't play. You can't have half your league play and not, and then the rest not play. Mm-hmm. And the ones that didn't play, they're
0: like, wait, no, no, we're coming, we're coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like what? FOMO, maybe. Ivy League also canceled their season, their winter season. They're postponing the spring season. That does not make me feel good. And when you're already canceling winter seasons, um,
1: they were the ones that started it. When COVID yes, first began,
0: you were right. That's what it, that's they that's did. what put
1: the kibosh to the March Madness. They st- they canceled like uh, the Ivy League they Championships. The yeah. they canceled the Ivy league, the Ivy league tournament. Yeah, and thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, And yeah. every other league started following suit.
0: Well, they are the smartest people in the in the country, right? <laughs> yeah, Supposedly, I mean, apparently.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't know some <laughs> we don't know. If history is going to repeat itself, we're in we're in bad shape again for college basketball.
0: But some, awesome oh, some, kind of cool news this week. There is another, I guess, step in the right direction for paying uh, college athletes for their name, image, and likeness. Uh, one of one of the uh, issues that came up as a possibility, which is funny, is uh, okay. So say college athletes can get paid. What if you're like that that athlete getting paid, and you're sitting in class, and you're a very like popular one. We'll let's say a football player, like a Trevor Lawrence, for example, and like all your your classmates are trying to like bet on your prop like trevor lawrence over x amount of yards this week like what how does that work you gotta get in his head like yo you better throw for yeah, these yards boy right. I got money on you like, like that'd be crazy and that starts happening because and i guess i never thought about that before because like, that still happens like you still bet on college sports like these kids still go to class like, over the last couple years and even yeah in vegas has always been like legal that's that's interesting to think about It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And can we just, I I want, like, America has
1: to open its eyes. Like, we cannot, you cannot hold these college kids accountable for anything. Like, yes, they are, they're, they're, they are adults in the eyes of of the law and only of the law. They are, they are 100% children. You are a child.
0: When you're in college, you are a child. And everyone calling out college students, like, did, they, did that part of their lives just go away? Like, did they just not go to college? Yeah. But now, because they're like, you know, 40, 50, 60 and up, like, they get to judge. There would be days in college when I just, like, decide, like, I'm not
1: going to wake up today. When you're, like, 18, <laughs> I'm just going to sleep till, like, 9 at night, because I can.
0: <laughs> I'm you know, not they, going to
1: class, class all week. They aren't, yeah. hum- they aren't human beings. Yes. They are not
0: human. You cannot hold them accountable for any adult action because the I advice guess. the advice you get before you go to college enjoy every second it's going to fly by like and live you it learn,
1: up you learn what you learn what not to do it's like hey i did that yeah. can't do that in like three years so <laughs> i'm gonna do it now so i can get it out of my system right and you graduate and you're like kind of an adult you're like okay i have to like kind of act normal now <laughs> but it's all oh, it's me it's me you know you know so many kids are gonna be in these athletes ears like yo bro like I have, I have your I have your total stat line over under, like, 28. Like, you better put up some points tonight.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wild. Golf, moving on. Masters weekend. What a freaking weekend. You got the Masters and NFL football. Who would have ever thought? And as of right now, Tiger's still looking pretty decent. As of Friday night, he's in contention. Um, right uh, now,
1: I'm seeing first place is Abraham answer Anser. Uh, answer yeah he's a beast uh Justin thomas dustin johnson and cameron smith are all in first place minus nine mm-hmm. but of course by the time you hear this that'll all change probably so
0: yes it will it will uh but john rom had a sick pre-round hole in one
1: i mean that was the best golf shot of all time
0: i had to be there's no there's, there. no there's
1: no there's no if, ands or buts yeah if you try and tell me otherwise you're a complete moron yes that guy hit a golf ball on a freaking pond It hit Skip a hole Like like a,
0: like a like a rock,
1: that is the best golf shot in the history of golf. And again, I, I don't care. I don't care I I, I hardly ever watch golf, and I still mm-hmm. know that's the best shot of all time.
0: Unbelievable! So if you haven't seen yet, pause it right now. Type in John Rom Masters Hole in One. You'll see one of the most unbelievable shots ever. It's almost like he just did it so easily. Like, I mean, he, not like only did he skip
1: pump. it, he, he the ball landed on the green like thirty yards from the pin, and, <laughs> and it rolled all <laughs> and it rolled the rest of the way there.
0: That do you see the Friday beers? Instagram account, think of that. And that was an awesome one. That was an awesome one.
1: I mean, was, that was just, that was one of the most obscene things I've ever seen in sports and it was, it was awesome.
0: It was, it was. And we're going to wrap it up and get you to the interview with Mr. Greg Collin. However, Joe, before we do so, in case you forgot about the beautiful, the wonderful Gino Presa Giacomo, and his agency Woodbury Insurance, we're here to remind you about that. Please give Gino Press a call right now, and he will give you a free Wegmans gift card with a free quote. And that is Woodbury Insurance, folks. Number is 585-288-4901. Call Gino now. Pause it before the interview. Get your free insurance quote. Get your your gift card to Wegmans. Go get some grub. Get taken care of for all your insurance needs in the meantime. Then hit play. Listen to our interview with Colin. And we will see you on the other side. Welcome, everybody, to this interview with an award winning listener, I must add. McQuaid, maybe McQuaid's. Greatest baseball player. You know, he's up there. Oh, wow. Niagara University, maybe one of their best players. Definitely better than my dad back when he played in the Stone Age. <laughs> Major League Baseball draftee recently traded to the Baltimore Orioles. We have Mr. Greg Collin. What's going on? boys?
2: Finally, dude, I've been waiting for this for since you guys started this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> listen we're we're sorry
0: this this day
2: (laughs) no but thank you for having me boys
0: you're welcome we were waiting to have you on so when we had enough funds to start paying people so you know you're our first paid guest don't don't tell anybody there we go
2: i'm going at five five dollars a minute okay okay that's what we agreed upon all right so i better start talking fast (laughs) yeah we'll be here for five minutes
0: (laughs) how you doing man where where you at right now i know the uh the news kind of broke last week, a week and a half, and you got the trade, I go, this is a, yeah. this is the best time to ever have him on. I'm sure it's super exciting.
2: That's right. Um, yeah, I got the news last Thursday. Um, it's bittersweet. You know, I love the Braves, great organization. But um, I think long-term, I think the Orioles are a great organization to be in. So I'm excited, man. I'm just, I wish I could get down there and meet everybody. but uh,
1: I know, this, the, that sucks. Because the COVID situation, crap. can't mm-hmm. do it
2: so yeah i'm, I'm excited just,
1: though yeah i bet you are and I would, i'd be too i think i think baltimore is a better i think they're much younger team and more developmental so perhaps mm-hmm. a better chance for you to kind of rise up and hopefully yeah
2: because uh mr Ozzy he wasn't going anywhere for uh a-
1: yeah yeah they, they have a, <laughs> they a yeah, little bit for Atlanta for sure
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um but yeah based off that i wanted to kind of pick your brain like what's it like being traded in the minors like, especially i feel like there's like guess like a phone call. Like what's the kind of, what's the, uh, the communication like? And then what is like, then what happens to you? It's just like, all right, I got to like, move now. Like what happens? <laughs> yeah.
2: So literally I was, so I babysit on Fridays. I babysit my neighbor and we're playing cats in the backyard and I get a phone call from this guy in the Braves, um, had a minor league. So I'm like, it's pretty important. So I probably should pick this up. So he just calls me, gives me the details. Um, it's funny. I, I got traded for Tommy Malone, uh, he pitched for the Orioles, um, and I remember watching him at Frontier Field. Like literally, I was just a fan, and then I ended up I ended up getting traded for this guy. It's pretty, it's pretty no surreal. Um, five years later, I get traded for the guy. So, no, I'm really excited for the opportunity.
0: That's sick. I think, I mean, I'm sure it's weird to be traded. I'm sure people take it differently, but like when you get traded, the team that the team that is getting you clearly sees you as an asset to the organization. So yeah, I think that's super cool. That goes and, and we, who they traded you for is clearly some something exactly so that's
2: and like i was talking it. to my mom a couple of days ago i'm like could you imagine four years ago telling me that i'm getting traded for a big league pitcher? like that's insane that's nuts so <laughs>
0: so you're basically a big league player mean, whole,
2: you know dude this whole ride it's just been like i'm just gonna go balls out in training like it's, i think like we'll get into this in a little bit but um i think this whole quarantine period has been a good thing for me uh, it's really getting my body in the best shape. Um, and really just I, – I think it, it's put me in a better position. And uh, it's really given me the perspective that th- this game's not – it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. you, you got to get yeah, everything you got. Let's get into what, it now.
1: Yeah, what's your, what's your day They've been like for during COVID and during working out? Like, can you see your teammates at all? Like, I, I know you, you just got to move, but, like, when you're with the Braves, could you see any of the guys, like your coaches, or are you just by yourself, like, I got to figure it out?
2: Yeah, so I've been in contact with the Braves. So I, since I left spring training, I haven't seen coaches, teammates, um, which has been pretty crazy. Um, especially when the MLB's playing on TV, it's just I was chomping at the bit the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, in life, you just gotta control what you can control. Um, so for me, I just said, "Hey, why not put myself in a way better position going back?" Um, So I'm over at Powertrain in East Rochester. um, working out there about four times a week. And then uh, over with Maddie Dreyer at Diamond Pro. So Mashing balls. (laughs) I don't know how his arm is still going. He's been throwing BP
0: machine forever now. (laughs) He
2: throws it he throws it hard, man. We've been with him a couple of my
0: bats. Yeah, we've been with him since day one, since the Buckland Park days, before he even had a location. Buckland Park, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Damn. Hits you hits your hands bleed. That's what he always says. That's right. <laughs> That's sick. I did have a follow up though off Joey's question. So you packed on some muscle since we uh, played together that one summer. I noticed it. Yeah, what's uh <laughs> outside of just slamming bush lights, what's been the what's been <laughs> what's I was been the say, I'm,
2: I'm on the latte diet. Yeah. <laughs> well that that okay, so I'll get to that. Um so yeah, when I was in the RCBL, I was a scrawny little kid, man. The speed was there power was not there yet um so it was good in college just put on some weight you know like some good some bad weight um but before, even like in the past couple of off seasons I hadn't really taken working out too too seriously um so honestly I got back from Rome gosh this was over a year ago now. um so I get back from Rome I text do you know David Vicaro?
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing uh we're doing Movember daily right now. We're running uh sixty miles throughout the month. So we're, okay. uh, in, in contact every day.
2: So I text Dave because I know he worked at Powertrain. I'm like, dude, I got I need to change something. Something in my off season workouts needs to change because if I wanna make it to the big leagues, I actually gotta look like a big leaguer. You know, I can't <laughs> I can hit the ball, but you gotta look. You can't the have parts. the baggy sleeves and the big jersey. You can't have that. <laughs> do you see? Oh my God! Looking like Joey uh, Wendell
0: out there. <laughs> Joey Wendell.
2: I dude. I wish I was. He was. He's a stud. Yeah, he's yeah. actually. He um, like need a <laughs> Um But I'm like Dave. I need. I need to change. Like I need to do something to get my body right for next year. Uh, so he set me up with um with Billy over powertrain, and we've been going at it ever since. So. I give a lot of credit to those guys. They've put me in a way better position. Um, and, I, dude, I just can't wait to get back on the field.
0: Amen. That's awesome, dude. I
2: yeah. love
0: that. So I, I do want to walk it back a little bit, back to draft day, back to, like, the days okay. leading up to draft day. Maybe give us a little insight, and I think everyone else has differences in, in their draft day, like training, their meetings, and then the day itself. I know MLB yeah. is obviously way different than many other sports where it's just a shit ton of rounds, and it's not oh, like yeah. – all over television, like in the NFL and NBA are. So can you give us a little more on what uh, culminated all around the draft for you? For sure. Um,
2: so honestly, throughout my junior year, like before my junior year, I the draft, getting drafted was – it was a thought, but it, I didn't know how realistic it actually was. Um, but as you hit – if you hit 500, teams will start calling. So I hope probably so. about
0: <laughs> – <laughs> I'd call you
2: probably about halfway through the season. Um, I start getting letters. I start getting phone calls from, uh, from scouts from different teams. Um, and then toward the end of the year they just had me come down. The, I think the Dodgers Dodgers and the pirates had me down for a couple of workouts. Um, so honestly the Braves, when they called me on draft day, I'm like, you guys know who I am. This is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, cause honestly, I thought, I thought the parts or the Dodgers what they were going to be the teams that was going to draft me. Um, but yeah, leading up to it, just had a couple workouts, a uh, lot of phone calls with different scouts. Um, and voice draft days. It's a scary thing because you see, once you get past the 10th round, those picks start going fast and you're like, man, we're, we're in the 12th round. Oh, Oh, we're in the 13th round, 14th round. So I'm, I'm on the phone with my agent. Like, you said 11 to 15 like this should be happening pretty soon right um so thank god the braves called in the 15th round um I, my phone just started blowing up it was it was a dream come true it really was
0: does it still surreal. feel like surreal like you, Dude, you believe I'm, it I'm, like you
2: frank you know the whole story bro you've seen me from i was a junior in high school yeah. like i always just loved the game i always yeah. loved playing the game always knew i was pretty good but i didn't know like how good i actually was until until i started playing those big schools and like right. coaches are coming up to me like dude you got it like you keep working hard this game could take you places um until that started happening i'm like wow this is a legitimate possibility yeah um but yeah some days i wake up i'm like i need to just go all out cuz like, why not me? That's that's kind of the attitude I'd, I've taken this whole quarantine. Like, why not me? You know, if I keep working hard and I put myself in the best position, I really think I I can make it one hundred percent. So, but you got you got to keep working hard because there's a lot of good players out there.
1: There are. What I was gonna say, I have two points. Like, a the fact that again, you hit so you finished at what four fifty eight that one year at Niagara, which is. Mm-hmm. Absurd batting average again,
0: <laughs> Joe, Joe. I still can't believe home. it. Some days, bro, I still blows can't you believe. at home. No, four, I can believe six, it. I can believe it. I watched it for a summer. You hit like 800. You were beating <laughs> out ground balls like first base. I I've never seen shit like that in my entire life.
1: No, but going back, the fact that you're being taken in the 15th round and you learned, you did it, you did everything you possibly could have. You again, you hit 458. Yeah. And there was fourteen rounds worth. So they thought guys better than you, quote unquote better than you, it's just it's like that would be like, oh shit, like I got I have to like start like grinding, grinding exactly. take that next step. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for realizing that like hey, I made it but I had to again go that next level and really really take it. So you
2: like there's always somebody there's always somebody better than you. And right. I know that's cliche as hell, but it's fact there's a lot of good baseball players out there, man. So, so. many. I I need to find a way to separate myself. And I think that's been through getting stronger, getting faster. Mm -hmm. Cause my bat, I, my bat will always be there. Right. Um, But it comes down to knowing the game a little bit better and um, just learning the game. Like I've been reading a couple mental game books. Um, Ken Rebiz are really good stuff. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And just finding ways to separate myself um, as a player. That's why I love baseball. It's all in your head. Oh, i
0: man. love it i think it me, you're over 25 you're
2: over oh, 25 yeah you're it feels like you're swinging a, a pool <laughs> stick
0: oh my god and um, when you step in the box you you don't know Like you you look you're watching like three different pitchers. yeah no
2: it it feels like I, I specifically remember we were in greenville south carolina i'm like dude it feels like there's 20 defenders out there and even if i hit this ball as hard as i can there is no shot.
1: Someone's catching it. That they no. don't
2: catch this baseball.
1: Unreal. I've never well, hit. i do want to ask you Go during ahead, that Joe. season.
2: Go ahead. I, I just want
1: cuz I'm still again that his batting average still like, I saw it, I saw it and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Typo? <laughs> Did you start getting like the Barry Bonds treatment that year by like where they just start like, "Okay, coin flip. This kid's going to get a hit. Maybe not." Literally coin flip. Do we just start walking the kid?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toward the end of the season, like, I was not getting any fastballs. And that's that's my <laughs> game. Like, it sucks. <laughs> I live and die by the fastballs. So I'm like, come on, just throw me one. Just please give me one for a strike. Um, but I think that may be a better hitter, too. Um, I think that's why I had such a good year. Because um, my plate discipline was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you look at the batting average, but I, I also had 40 walks. Um, so I really, I really credit myself for – for not getting too, not, not stretching for the hit, really just stretching for the quality at bat. Um, cause at the end of the day, like you can ask any of my teammates, like I was just trying to get on base. I really was. Um, I was doing anything I could to just help our team win, uh, and reach the Mac Mac title. That was, that's been our goal since my freshman year. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. We did make the, uh, the Mac playoffs for the first time in 14 years. Um, but really, I was just trying to put together a good at bat every time. If it was a hit, great. If it was a hit by pitch, I'll take that too.
0: So, I'm glad you brought that. I think a there. lot of oh, go, ahead. go
2: ahead. I think I think a lot of kids should take that mentality instead of trying to force a hit. Just literally, it, it sounds so simple, but just try to get on base. If you put yourself in a good count, the hits will come. Um,
0: oh, yeah. so that's really all you got. I agree, man. And there's definitely times and especially in college too, where like I I definitely pressed a lot. So I can relate to that and just mm-hmm. trying to and like, trying to hit like just you're trying you're like you're almost like paying attention to your average every game. Like all right, I'm, one, I'm over two today. So like if you know it's like a one for three, I'm good, like I'm happy. You're pressing at the yeah. plate. Instead, like and to your point, just like have the A B. Just see the pitches and hit it mm-hmm. hit it where it's pitched. And someone like you did it was able to conceptualize that and apply it or someone like myself that's where I struggled I wanted to do it but dude, I could there's sometimes I just I couldn't physically put it put it to action and I think that's kind of where I struggle Frank it's
2: it's so easy to be like oh first at bat of the day you get a hit you're like oh man I'm good like good the, the least I could do is one for four mm-hmm. like it's easy to think that way right so like I think my junior year I'm like screw it, I'm getting a hit every single or I'm getting on base every single time like there's no way these guys are going to get me out um And that's kind of what I'm trying to. I mean, in pro ball, it's tougher because shit, 95 is no joke at all. Guys are heaving. Um, (laughs) So you gotta, you gotta, you again, you can't press. Um, And it's a hard game, man. You just gotta have fun with it. If you're not having fun, you just Mm -hmm. make the game harder than it actually is. Um, It's already a hard game, so don't make, don't complicate it too.
0: It is, and I'm happy we're bringing up just your approach and your at bat because, in my opinion you are one of the best contact hitters I've ever played with, if not one of the best. And that's just not me boosting you because we're interviewing you. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, With that said, wanted to kind of get a behind the scenes look at your approach in the box more so to your point of, Hey, like this, this year I was like, I'm getting on base no matter what. So like talk to us about like through that approach. And even before that, when you were, you're still raking. Like, what is your approach when you're stepping in the box? What are you looking for? Obviously, you just mentioned fastball. Like, what are you looking for? What part of the plate? And, like, what's in your mind that you're telling yourself, hey, like, I'm going to get on base here no matter what?
2: Mm -hmm. And a lot of it just depends on the pitcher, too. Um, It's the nice thing in pro ball, you have scouting reports on all those pitchers, so you Mm kind of know their tendencies a little bit. Uh, In college, not so much. Um, So, I mean, mainly my approach is still hunt the fastball until two strikes. Um, if if you get a cookie curveball early in the count, then go for it. But I tend to really just hunt the fastball and hope for the best. Two strikes, completely different story. Mm -hmm. Two strikes, you just get up on the plate and you just try to battle. Um, but the more you start to complicate your approach, at least from my experience, that's when I've started to struggle. Like if I try to stick curveball in specific counts, like that just hasn't worked for me. You start moving the box
1: too much and show like that. Yeah,
2: I start thinking too much, and when I start to think bad things happen so i try to keep it simple and just try to hunt the fastball
0: Mm -hmm. i mean your swing was perfect for that too like you're so compact your hands are always right to the ball um i think that Mm -hmm. helps so much there wasn't like a lot of noise to your swing you know you didn't need it you just Mm -hmm. kept it simple you knew what you wanted to hit and you put the bat the ball and the good thing for you also is your speed you were able to yeah you were able to just sometimes literally just touch the ball with the bat and just run Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and that that was
2: dude i lost a little bit of speed from uh the last time you saw me play um play dude, the, i could play i the, could cook i know uh, i told because i was i was a hefty little boy about two years ago i was telling my friends in danville i'm like dude i used to be i used to run a six six in high school like, yeah okay they're like bullshit bro you look like a fullback <laughs> yeah it's the hops um,
1: and the barley bro Layoff yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm hitting bombs we're now. We're trying, yeah, yeah. We're trying to hit bombs. We're not about this infield single stuff. The ladies <laughs> don't want the infield single. They want the long ball.
0: Yes, they don't
2: care about stolen true. bases. They don't. They don't like that stuff. They want the long ball. Beers, <laughs> beers, and biceps. They want to see right center gap, for sure. They do love for it.
0: sure. So, continuing on with more so your approach. This is more on the adjustment side of things. Over the past couple of years, outside of the obvious pitching is harder and they throw faster and the increased game speed. What has been some of the other adjustments you've had to may, make, excuse me, since transfer, transferring from college ball to the pros?
2: Honestly, because like those pitchers, sometimes you just got to tip your cap, bro, because they're they're there for a reason, just, just as we right. are. We're pro hitters, but they're pro pitchers too. Uh, so they know what they're doing out there. Um, the biggest thing is, if you get your pitch, you have to capitalize Um, because you might not, you might not get that the rest of the game. So um, picking your spots on where to be aggressive and where not to be aggressive. um, I think that's really helped me instead of getting yourself out early in the count, really trying to work it a little bit. Um, But other than that, just trying to keep it simple and don't chase pitches because once you fall behind, your coffin is sitting right behind you. Yeah. (laughs)
1: And off off of that, Greg, I mean, obviously, in today's baseball, like launch angle is all the talk in baseball. Mm -hmm. Do you foresee? I don't, like, I I personally, I don't know, I don't know your swing down to the tee, but do you foresee the launch angle aspect kind of changing your swing more so? Or just, are you going to make like, a few more, like, small tweaks or big tweaks?
2: I'm happy you asked that question because that's the one thing I've been working on this offseason. Because, so what I've been doing before is, like, I'm a good contact hitter, but I hit the ball way out in front of home plate instead of letting it get deep and creating that backspin. You want that elevation. Mm-hmm. Um so really just seeing the ball a little bit deeper instead of being out on my front foot so much and getting that top spin. Like still line drive, but I want those doubles, triples home runs instead right. of singles.
0: Right. So are you I moving out,
2: yeah because us three oh sorry friend go on.
0: No, I was gonna say so with that are you moving yourself around the box from where you usually are? Like how's that How's that adjustment working? Like, what are you going through, working through with Matt to, to make those adjustments?
2: What I, I've really just been trying to think. So when I start, um, it sounds dumb, but gluing, like, like just clip two nails right through your feet. So you're glued into the ground. And then say, thinking 60% of your weight on your left foot, for me is lefty left foot right, um, or leg, and then 40% on your right. So naturally, instead of coming forward and ending up about 70-30, I'm already going to be behind the baseball. So, naturally, that's just going to allow that ball to get deeper in the zone and my body will stay behind it. And it's this I've been getting a little bit more backspin and power. So, hopefully, that'll translate. Look,
1: us three grew up. I feel like everyone of our age grew up like I was taught, you know, go down the ball down. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. in my head, like swing down at the ball. So I feel like our generation is like almost at a disadvantage of like not everyone just like, Hey, just like crank this ball. Like yeah. we would, yeah. like, we would <laughs> like complete opposites. So I don't know how like mm-hmm. guys like in your shoes, like, okay, I need to go pro, but like, I have to like, I have a like a pretty like downward swing, but I have to change that to the, to an extent. And mm-hmm. we were taught,
0: we were taught a lot too, to, to your point, Greg, almost move like through yeah, the like ball. Go, like, exactly, and yeah. yeah. And like, we,
2: we always heard like you, you want to stay through the ball, right? You want to mm-hmm. work off the, like, but I, I think it's easier for me too cuz like i've tweaked my swing so many times actually right. not really but i've worked on a little thing a lot of things so i can kind of make those changes and they don't <laughs> happen overnight this is going to take another couple months before i really get this down yeah um but in honestly instead i tell my kids all the time at dime pro you just got to stay up the middle like once your approach changes to pull or to um opposite field you're just going to play that guessing game and you're gonna get blown up eventually, so mm-hmm. you need to stay to the gaps instead of to the poles. Mm-hmm. Amen to that.
0: Super interesting, man.
2: But uh,
1: my last one is going back to the NU days again, kind of. I'm I'm more so curious about your mindset. Were you Were you locked in? Like, okay, I chose NU, I committed here. I'm gonna finish out my three, four years here. Or so I'm assuming. I'm guessing that's your freshman year, sophomore. Year. You hit mm-hmm. like you yeah, got like low, like, like mid threes. Like that's really good. Obviously. I'm sure you had other offers that go elsewhere, but were you, were you like dead set? I'm at NU, I'm staying here. I'm getting the job done here.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I just, I love staying close to home. Like Western Mm -hmm. New York is home for me. It always will be. Um, So I saw Niagara was D1. I saw they were close to home near the Buffalo Bills. So uh, I was, I was set in stone. As long as I was playing division one baseball and they were paying for my education, like I was on board, I was ready to go. Um, So my freshman year, Pretty good season. I I was honestly half the reason I went to Niagara. Um, Coach McCoy said you're gonna be our day one shortstop, so I think that really helped me um, gain the experience playing those big schools. Because mm-hmm. um, th- th- again, going back, like I always knew I was pretty good, but like I didn't, you know, up here, like not that right. the competition's bad by any means, but you just don't you see no the ideas, consistent yeah. pitching. Um, so it was kind of good to see i could handle that kind of velocity with like the alabamas notre dames Mm -hmm. penn state um so that was a really good confidence booster for me um and i uh, so a kid i work with he's in the same situation i'm like dude just go where you'll play um you you can't get better playing sitting on the bench you really can't um so yeah he just committed to sienna and hopefully things things work out for him um which i'm sure they will um, so point,
1: like, you go in and your, your coach already had your back. It's like, Hey, I want you, you're going to play. It's like, well, how can I say no to that? Like I'm already, they're already bought and, into me.
2: And that's like, I, I really didn't want that big of a school. Um, my mom went to Niagara too. So I kind of mm-hmm. knew a little bit about the school and like, I was just comfortable with that. And I, I went on my visit. I love the guys on the team. Um, and I was just, I was locked in. And honestly, I wouldn't do it over again. I, I love my time at Niagara. Um, but yeah, my, My freshman, sophomore year, I didn't really get any looks. Um, It wasn't until my junior year. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, at
1: that point, if they weren't looking at you, they are pretty stupid.
2: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, guys. Give me a chance. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't until probably halfway through my junior year. Another funny story, actually. So um, my freshman year, my agent, my current agent, he was a redshirt senior. Uh, So we got to play together for a year. So we've been really good friends over the years, and then he becomes an agent um, my junior year. I'm like, dude, let's make this happen. Yeah, no brainer. That's awesome. So, yeah, that – honestly, and especially on draft day, having him in my corner, like,
0: that was a pretty cool thing. That's amazing, man. All right, my last one was based around – the grind of the minor leagues that's all that's all the like you hear about we hear about in the public is the grind the no days off the crazy travel the low pay but like what surprised you the most since joining the minors oh that's positive or negative like what were you like oh shit like i I didn't expect this or oh this is pretty sweet yeah
2: um so for me like i was used to those bus rides bro i was used to going down Mm -hmm. south like the 14 hour bus rides Um, but those kids from big schools, like they were, (laughs) they were not having the motel six. They did not like that too much. Um, but like for me, I was playing professional baseball. Like, I don't, I I don't care. I don't care where I stay as long as I'm playing. Like that's fine with me. Um, but it got better last year. We were staying in some nice places. Um, honestly, the funniest thing is like half our team doesn't speak English. So like that was that was a pretty eye opening experience. Um, just trying to communicate with those guys in any way you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you wanna talk about coming from humble beginnings. A lot of those guys come from nothing. Yeah. So baseball baseball is their one that's that's their way out. Um, and it's it's pretty cool to see how those guys work and uh, they're hilarious guys too.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: Spending time you're with probably, those guys. You're probably oh, hungry for it too. <laughs> uh this I got one story um every single day this pitcher on our team he would go loaf of bread mayo cheese loaf of bread mayo cheese loaf of bread and then he would stick it in the microwave for two minutes what he had he had about three of those every single day
0: so it was like a like a mayo mayo pack of just
2: (laughs) just cheese just lard absolute lard (laughs) <laughs> he loved it though. I mean they he was gas? He, he was an all hey, he star for us, so I guess we got to get on the uh, the mayo cheese sandwich huh?
0: mayo so bread, mayo cheese, bread, bread. mayo cheese, bread. yep they're double decker of just mayo three of cheese. Them.
2: three of them. he'd get to the field, have one after BP he'd have one, and then right before the game, have another.
0: What a savage, wild I've never seen all combo before
2: neither have i that's disgusting trust me i didn't try it but uh it worked for him
0: i'll
1: say it worked Yeah. and when hey, i you, you win you that
0: works you don't you don't get off it no <laughs> you don't superstition <laughs> yeah greg you stick to the bud lattes love this man eating his uh yeah, his 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 mayo. And mayo.
2: well hey now i'm on the white claws those All seltzers right. are fantastic okay
0: okay okay
2: hey i i saw you had the um the what was the the peppermint what what's the new seltzer? They got the uh the peppermint.
1: Yeah, Bud Light put out like it's like apple crisp, really cranberry yeah. peppermint. Yeah, they put all like all, all the holiday flavors. I, I thought I saw
0: you tried that, Frank. I I did not. I've tried all this like all the different kinds of seltzers, like different brands. Yeah, but I haven't tried like no. The I fancies. I
2: saw peppermint. I'm like that. That's that's pushing it. That's, that's i going a little far. I wouldn't <laughs>
0: do peppermint. I would I would taste it. There's no no, no way I'm gonna have. A six pack not, of peppermint white claws. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you have fresh breath. Yeah, <laughs> there you
2: go. God knows you need it.
0: <laughs> chewing gum. Oh boy, that's all we got for you in our hard-hitting questions. Let's there we go. Can, now we can we can scale it back. Open up Pandora's box for the quick hitters. Although oh, I boy.
1: think oh, I'm gonna go first. I think I think mine's pretty hard-hitting. I want to know what it was like going to an all-boys school for high school. Like was terrible. <laughs> That sounds terrible.
2: Honestly, you can ask any McQuaid guy. Like it was a great time. Like we, you guys, you we wore khakis. Best, but,
1: what do you wear khakis at school?
2: Yeah, we wore khakis, dude. That was <laughs> it, dude. When it got hot, those you want to talk about little little swass, little swamp ass, <laughs> the worst you will ever have in your
1: entire a life. Swamp ass times three hundred dudes in the school. <laughs> you, guys,
0: you guys couldn't get air conditioning in that school.
2: You got all the all the money you you'd think you would think they would have some.
0: Nah, Limited air
2: conditioning.
0: I have heard that from a lot of McQuaid dudes. That like, I know it sounds like out there. And but obviously like, like, it's just like, like chilling no, with those. the boys 24-7. It, it's, so. dude,
2: like, no distract. Like, I showed up. I was wearing the same tie. I, I, didn't, care what I, I didn't care what I wore. I wasn't trying to impress anybody. So
0: that was, that was had, that was a good. We aspect. had to have
1: those hallways on lock back at, back at GA.
0: Yeah. Christina, baby.
1: We had to come in our best Nike sweats and our Nike hoodies Every day. Every
0: day. <laughs> every day no hats though you get a slap on the wrist for a hat oh yeah
2: oh yeah oh no, we didn't uh, you had hat you'd get i think you get expelled if you wear a hat
0: <laughs> you get, you get suspend if you're if your one one button was down i'm a quid. yep <laughs> yep all right all right um we always ask this one usually on the back end of the quick hitters but we're gonna kick it off because we okay we know you're you're a beast go to garbage plate Back home, where are you getting it from? And build us your
2: plate. Um, I'm trying. Let's see. I, I love, dude. Have you been Jeremiah's?
1: Oh, yeah. Jeremiah's has, have, plate. Jeremiah's has a very solid
2: plate.
1: They have good plates in, in general. I like Jeremiah's. I know. I Over, got overpriced, from there,
2: overpriced, but phenomenal plates. Interesting. What do you what absolutely do you do? gasoline? Build your plate. You cheeseburger or dog guy. Oh double cheeseburger and then we go mac salad, French fry. Yep, yep. Um, gotta go onions, mm-hmm. meat sauce gotcha. There you go. Can't beat that.
0: That's literally can't what I get. It. Plus hot sauce and relish. That's what I get. But other than that, we're the same.
2: I'm not really a relish. I've never I'm been a relish. relish I'm out
0: there with relish. I don't know.
2: You go you go you go beans too, Frank, don't you? Oh, you
0: go beans. No, you I really go, want oh, well, I can't have the max allergy, because I have a gluten allergy but like if that's I'm getting right. a garbage oh, yeah. plate like I'm going to just risk it all cuz like that's the one time <laughs> it's worth it like you can't I can't I, I did did get beans once when I like long <laughs> ago when I first got found out that I had a gluten allergy I'm like all right I got to get the garbage plate but I can't do max allergy. I just do beans and fries and it was like this is not it this is just When did, when
2: did you find when did you find out you're
0: gluten free senior year of high school damn I was just like all right. So you got to to experience
2: all the you got to experience all the good stuff and then Dang. Yeah.
0: And I was getting excited for college too, because I was taking, I was doing like a visit, like Fisher one night and I was Mike Roman was my overnight guy. Okay. They take me to, to like our late night spot. I'm seeing like Buffalo barbecue chicken tenders. I'm like, let's go. This is going to be sick. And all of a sudden that whole year senior year, I'm like, something's wrong. Like I'm, sunny, <laughs> I'm tired, I'm I headaches, I can't stop in the bathroom. I got teachers asking. I'm always leaving class. So I'm like, I don't know. I can't control it. <laughs> and then it's been, you know, we're, true, we're good is. now though. We're seasoned gluten-free of that, so I'm living
2: This I mean, the seltzers, that's a saving grace Yes, right it there. is.
0: Yeah, and vodka sodas. Vodka sodas and L- seltzers, so. There you go. <laughs> no, no bud lattes for this guy. Sometimes, though. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, you got to risk it sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, all right, big question here. Favorite memory at NU? Probably a lot of them.
2: Do you want to go on or off the field? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, tell, you tell us.
0: Hey,
2: our question, your answer. For, we're going to go on the field. Let's uh, do it. Get me out of trouble. I'd I'd say my junior year um, when we beat, so we need to beat Manhattan last game of the year uh, to get to the Mac tournament. Uh, We ended up beating them three to one and we made the Mac tournament for 14 or for the first time in 14 years. So that was pretty damn cool.
0: That was pretty sick. Good for you. And there's, there's
2: this one moment. um, So I was, I think, my freshman year, I was hitting two hole, and the kid behind me, absolute stud. Um, he he might have been one of the best hitters I've ever seen. Um, I got intentionally walked to get to him, and like as a freshman, I'm like, dude, I've never been intentionally walked before. This is the coolest thing in the world. Um, so I, that was a pretty cool moment too. Love it. Uh, all
0: right, what are we what are we rocking with these days for a bat and glove?
2: Um. I actually – have you heard of Victus before? Yeah. The yeah. wood bat? Dude. Yeah. Up and I will never – dude, I will never stray from Victus. They got the best wood bats.
0: Right.
1: Those are more um, – those are, those are like top-heavy maples, right? More so or no?
2: Um, for You can you can probably get them that way, but for oh, me, okay. I just need like a nice, evenly distributed bat. Um, and, dude, I'm telling you.
1: They're big now. I see, Yo, I see a bunch you make, of guys rocking them. When you them. make
2: the comeback in two years, <laughs> Victus. Use Victus. <laughs> um and then for a glove um i nakona has been very nice to me they've given me a couple gloves to uh customize so i've been using the <laughs> fantastic problem is they're in uh blue and red so i might have to uh, okay, a new change color those theme. colors up maybe get it maybe get another glove so that might work out well i'm
0: time to make the ask
1: yeah there you go <laughs> all right um toughest pitcher you've faced so far in the minors or anywhere. I guess even even um, you.
2: let me think. I faced I faced Kevin Gosman in spring training.
1: He just got he got big money recently.
2: And his like 19 change up, mil. his changeup I still I still don't see it bro. I still <laughs> haven't seen it. Um, three quick changeups and I was sitting on the bench. But he was probably the best. And then this guy for the Yankees he was throwing hundred two Sheesh. And it, the ball looked like a freaking ping pong ball. Um, but honestly, I've learned that I would rather face 100 flat than 93 just with just stuff. wicked sink. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely That's face fair. 100
0: flat. You, you can at least gear up for like, okay, it's heat, but like, like it's not going I know, anywhere. I know where it's going to be. When you yeah. have a nice yeah.
2: sinker, shit, like all bets are off. Yeah. You don't know where that thing's going.
0: For sure. For sure. All right, coolest city you've been to? Since joining the minors, or if there was a cooler like campus or school you went to in college, feel free to share mm-hmm. that one too.
2: Um, the coolest in college, BYU. They mm-hmm. had a really, really nice campus. Uh, in their field, you can look it up. There's a mountain like right behind the field. Um, and man, those Mormons could rake, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they could absolutely
2: rake. There was this one kid. This well, they're probably
0: a- all like 24 years old, right? Oh, Coming back from their mission trip.
2: So I got two stories now. Um, the starting pitcher. He, like, here I am, a freshman. I'm like, this is one of our first couple weekends. This kid's pumping 96.97. I'm like, this kid's unbelievable. So, we ask him. We're like, dude, are you, are you going to get drafted? Like, you throw 96. You throw He's like, no, I got three kids. Like, I'm just going to go start life next year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wild. I guess he was like 25. Oh, my um, God. He disgusting. He definitely could have gotten drafted. Story number oh two. Uh, their catcher, I think he plays with the Giants now. Literally, we're in um, we're in BP first game, so we, we have we. It's a four game set. We haven't played any games. This kid goes up to our first base coach. They're just talking. He's like, "You guys aren't gonna, you guys aren't gonna strike me out. Like, there's no way. This whole series, there's no way you guys strike me out." So by the end of the series, he got out twice. And one was missing first base on a double down the line. (laughs) Wow! Got out twice. One was missing first base on a double.
0: Savage. He was a stud. Funny where his mouth is. Wow. Cocky
1: cocky guy. Unreal. All right. Favorite big leaguer that you've interacted with so far, if you have any, any big names you come across. Um.
2: So last year, uh, Dansby Swanson, his locker was right next to mine.
1: That's so uh, it, we got to turn and
2: play together, so that was pretty cool.
1: He's a cool guy. I like him he's, a lot,
2: dude. He's a really great guy. Yeah, I can he's got, tell. It, got it's the cool flow and everything. He's a beast. It's cool seeing how he goes about his day too, because yeah. from from two o'clock to game time, like he's always doing something. There's a
1: regiment. Locked, red, in. locked in. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, yeah, not a bad looking dude either. He he yeah. holds his own. I say
1: to yeah, give you any like, any tips for your swag, because he looks he looks good in the field. He's always he's always so, comes out. He always comes out I, fresh. I
2: actually have a, a story about him too. So usually I like I I like to get an ice bath before the game, do like a little contrast. Um, so I turn the corner and Dansby's in there. And I'm like, oh, like you like you take all the time in the world. Like I'll, I'll just <laughs> like I'll just go get a foam roller. It's fine. Um, so he's like, no, dude. Like <laughs> it's like come in the hot tub. We're gonna we're gonna contrast together. So I ended up like. Sharing the same cold tub with DSB Swanson. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> Love so, it. You're I got that my record. Hi. You're the prodigy. <laughs> all right. Last question. I know you be texting beforehand, saying you had some some football locks to share with with the with the listeners. That's I don't know. Good. Hey,
2: don't take my input because I have been terrible in NFL. No,
1: if you say it, you got to stand by, and all our
2: yeah.
0: fans are gonna blame you if oh, they lose. Oh, what? Oh, seven yeah. fifteen. Titans.
2: Lock. Hammer the Titans tonight.
0: Oh, yes, we are recording on Thursday night. He says Titans when you're listening, retroactively. Yeah, I'm on Titans, Sunday. too. Yeah, yeah so give, us, Sunday. Give, us, give us your I Sunday think, lock.
2: I think Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry might run for like 250
0: tonight. I agree. You, the weather's getting
2: cold. I think he's going to rush for 250.
0: what I'm telling. I know, I know Niamh's got a great run defense, one of mm-hmm. the best in the league, but it's mid-40s at kickoff. And... Are they playing in Tennessee? In Nashville, yep. Okay, have you seen Philip Rivers? Uh, I saw him try I, to make a I tackle think, last week. I think.
2: <laughs> I think he's throwing like below his waist now. Yeah. And it, usually, like young Philip, he could get away with that awkward whatever he does. The, with the, the shot put. He can't. It, it it's looks just. Pain, not, it looks Phil, painful. Phil, the the I is. love Phil. it. But um, <laughs> it's just not working anymore, Phil.
0: Right, hammer just, the Titans. Hammer Titans. How about how about a Sunday lock?
2: Um I mean the Bills, dude. The Bills. Did you see Josh Allen last week? Yeah, we saw him. Uh, but little Kyler, that cute That's gonna be a great is, game. He is so cute running around in the pocket like that.
1: Wow, he's wow. talking down to Kyler.
2: <laughs> dude, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be an absolute shootout. That's it's gonna be a shootout. My, 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 we
0: might see 100 points. I would love like a 50 to like 47 ball game. Well, well
2: wow. if AJ if AJ Klein keeps doing his thing, we probably will see 100 points
1: yeah.
2: at least <laughs> it from the cards.
1: Dragged on Twitter.
2: I feel bad for him, but he is pre- he's pretty doo doo. Yeah. Made a nice little sack last week though. Oh,
0: um, awesome! That's all we got for yeah. you, brother.
2: All right, hey boys, thank you for having me. That was fun. You guys, you guys do an absolutely great job. So. Thanks, you, man. you guys just keep up the great work. We appreciate yeah. it. And thank you
0: for having me. I'm glad – I'm glad this was overdue, but I'm glad it happened Long this week because it was perfect time to talk about the trade, talk about what's going on now in the I'm mm-hmm. It was awesome to hear what's going on in your life, what's been, what happened between Niagara and now, and you look great. Keep grinding. Only a couple hey, – Seltzer's only
2: hey, – hey, Maryland's not that far. A little five-hour drive. You want to come that's watch true. the
0: game? I'll come hopefully down.
2: Hopefully, we got fans. Who knows? If so yeah, there's hopefully.
0: fans, I'm in. As long as you give me some uh, you know, some good seats. Yeah, we need box that's seats. Yeah. I, I thought
2: you were going to say gear because I don't have any either. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, <I> still,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, feel free.
2: If you guys have any Orioles gear, feel free to send it my way. I would love some.
1: <laughs> we got to put you in what? touch with our boy, Clemick. Yeah,
2: well, we'll hit up Steve Clemick. Oh, Klimick. that's Klimick. right. Yeah, we'll hit up Steve. Hey, I would love that. He's, he a bit, he's a little bit taller yeah, than you, but you know, it might fit. You can shrink it. Yeah, he's from Bonnie's, too. I don't want to talk to him at all.
1: <laughs> you guys are both black and orange now. There we go.
0: Rochester, Rochester Bulls, black and orange, baby. There we go. All right, man. Love it. We'll be, we'll be seeing you again. Don't you worry. We'll get you back on. Mm. Right. VP. There we go. <laughs>
2: all right, Colin. All right. Easy, love you guys. Have Me a good one. Appreciate it. See you.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, you all enjoyed the birthday boy interview with Mr. Greg Colin, new member of the Baltimore Orioles. He's going to look good in that in that orange and black, Joey Bird. He's in the glove yet? Still, it's true. Who's using again? I forgot. Um, uh, what his glove type? Yeah. Nakoma, yeah. Get on that. Yeah. Get on that. Donate money to Greg Collins. He has a new glove.
1: No, 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 no. No, the company.
0: Oh, Nakoma. Mail it call. to him. Let's give him a call on behalf of Greg. Official, official podcast of Greg Collins calling. <laughs> <laughs> Big Four breakdown time. NFL kicking it off Thursday Night Football. Big in division matchup. Tennessee went to Indy. I'm sorry. Vice versa. Indy went to Tennessee. Looked very impressive. Um, I know Joey and I both took Tennessee in the sauce pod picks. Our guest Brian Torcha did go with Indy. Their defense is very, very good. Their offense is still just like, I just don't don't know how they do anything. Phillip Rivers is throwing underhand. They don't hand Jonathan Taylor the ball. Naeem Hines and and, uh, who else they got back there?
1: Wilkins, but I think Wilkins that, are getting. I think had a good game
0: though. Well, T.Y. Hilton is still kind of relevant, but other than that, like Paris Campbell's comeback, back, but no, no one's there to to catch balls outside of Moellee Cox, who's the size of Moellee Cox, like a country, so big. But I mean, they they did it. They 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 pulled it off. They blocked the punt. They looked good. Tennessee looked good early, but man, yeah,
1: Hines had, Hines had a great game. He had two touchdowns. Yeah.
0: That indie defense. It kinda of reminds me similar to that like Broncos team when Peyton Manning started fizzling out and he really was like horrible. <laughs> straight but their arm. defense was just so good that like offenses just couldn't do anything on him, and then they had a great offensive line too, just like the, the Colts do. And they're mm-hmm. able to still open holes. So Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch the game. I bought the I bought the new Assassin's Creed. Mm.
0: Came out. Slack played that played that the whole night. You're slacking. Great night. This so is our job. Our job is to, to know what's going on. You're slacking. Good thing I watched it. we have nothing to talk about about this game. My record
1: speaks for itself.
0: All right. All right. So the Houston Texans, as everyone knows, have been struggling this year. Uh, before the year even started trading New Hopkins for David Johnson or whatever's left of David Johnson. Now on the business side, um, they recently fired their head of PR, Amy Sorry if I said that wrong. So she's the only female in the entire league in charge of a communication, a team's communications department. She's very, very liked around the league. Every, like, literally everyone. JJ Watt advocates for her all the time, and they just out of nowhere fired her. And the president came out and said this was all decision, all on me. I said it was time for a change, and that was it. Like, and people are up in arms. JJ Watt up in arms. I saw, I saw an article on sports business. Journal. Um, and it's just, Houston cannot get out of their own way. No, they're a dumpster fire. It's Top un- to bottom. Is that, this is, so is it like 100% official? They're just an absolute trash organization. Absolutely or- Yes.
2: Okay. Unbelievable.
0: Dude, do you, know, you know how many teams
1: would, would do literally anything in their power to have Deshaun Watson and you go and trade away his best player? And the New only- Hopkins, both of them. They would no, give I'm up. Say- no, I'm saying, yeah. but that's, that's their best player. It was Topkins. Yeah. Same, but they, like you, the job of any NFL GM or like scout, like anything, anybody, anybody that works in like t- the player talent department, we have to get a franchise quarterback. We got to build around him
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you get the Sean Watson. Again, it's not a guarantee. He works out. But obviously up to this point, he's been absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. He's worked out clearly he's a stud and you trade his best player and you got Bill O'Brien doing whatever the hell he did there. Players hate his guts. Watt, the team leader, one of the like icons of the city, hates O'Brien's guts. Now you go ahead and you fire this lady who was like revered across the NFL. Obviously, there's 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 a lot poor there's lack of management, lack of coaching. I, I it's more I it's hard to blame, blame the players when everyone above them is screwing up. So they're just I mean yeah they're just yeah just a bad bad organization. It's it's very
0: unfortunate when you're at that level of professional sports, like the best in the world, you're one of 32 teams that are the best in the world at what they do. And that's what, like, that's just how you're portraying yourself. So hopefully they figure it out because. Start a campaign to save the Sean Watson. Let's get into it. Yeah, get seriously. Him. <laughs> I was to trade him too. I had to get him off. The he's, team. He's,
1: he's awesome. He's amazing. Yeah.
0: Wow. Staying in the realm of quarterbacks though, Lamar Jackson came out and, uh, I think he was on Rich Eisen show maybe, I think it was talking about how defenses like know their place. Not good. Yeah, he goes. There's sometimes like defenses, you know, he was he kind of said it very subtly. I listened to the, the the brief part of the interview, and Rich Eisen goes, "Wait a minute, you're saying mm-hmm. they they know your place?" He's like, "Yeah, sometimes they are like yelling it out like <laughs> from, the, from the linebacker position of like, oh my god, so call it audible." Yeah. Oh, that's probably why your boy Mark Andrews has been struggling this year. They, they know they know where he's running. Time. Who's the boy? He got traded last week. You got hope he doesn't pop off.
1: No, uh, okay, he's getting three a game. He whoever whoever has not I, I give him a Dan or no no Braxton. Game him the Braxton. You gonna have him.
0: Yeah. Final note on the NFL though, we do have the weekend officially performing at the Super Bowl. That'd be a good one.
1: I'm a star boy. <laughs> I, like,
0: I like the weekend. I like the weekend too. Definitely a different pace from Shakira and J Lo. <laughs> One year to the next. Hopefully, there's fans at the Super Bowl. That's the whole Ima- imagine just empty stadium, the empty Super Bowl the weekend. <laughs> it gives me anxiety.
1: <laughs> no, they wouldn't. NBA won.
0: Finals is weird enough to like not see fans going crazy. MLB salvaged it with you know a quarter capacity. Like it was good to see fans, but we're, I mean obviously the Super Bowl is like. The and also this week in the Masters is super weird. Not seeing fans, I feel like I'm watching us out there on the course with no fans, just like playing golf. Not talent wise, but like yeah, just seeing yeah. no fans.
1: But the Super Bowl, I still don't get golf having fans at the last two events and not this one.
0: I know. Well, obviously it's a state by state thing, but I really figured they'd have.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like you got like you got to ditch all the, all other tournaments and like put all your eggs in this basket. Like yeah. we have to have we have to have fans at the Masters.
0: Yeah. So we got for the NFL, going to the NBA. A quick rest in peace to uh, Tommy Heinsohn, 86 years old. He's one of four men to be inducted as a player and a coach in the Hall of Fame. That is straight beast mode. Eight titles as a player and two more as a coach. I'd say that'll do. It's a good life. Yeah, mode. it's been big. I drove by TD
1: the other day. Huge. Huge like jumbotron outside with like a like a slideshow of like, clips and pictures of him. So sad day for Boston. Yeah, he obviously he's, he's an icon here for forever.
0: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Inducted as a player and a coach,
1: and he was their broadcaster
0: for, for yeah like like decades. Oh, he was. Like, I I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I'm not like obviously well known yep. in, in the Celtics. Obviously, he's but. been,
1: like, he's, been like, he's been like with Boston since like since like the jump. Wow like the Celtics. like he's like, he's, like, he's part of like their, he's part of the lore of the Celtics.
0: Goat status. Nice. More, more modern day NBA free agency will start on November 20th at 6 PM. Players can officially sign a couple days after that, I believe, but quick turnaround for these players to get signed and moved into their new teams with the, the season supposedly starting on December 22nd. So obviously this year's class isn't, anything to like necessarily write home about compared to what's coming next year with all the free agents, but there's still some significant players out there that can be moved around to, uh, to make some quick, quick impacts on teams. Um, Especially those, in my opinion, I know we talked about this last week, Joe, but those teams that are very uh, veteran laden, we heard from Danny green that he said that like these, these vets are not going to be playing the first month or 2 There's just the ones right. that went deep in, at least deep in the playoff teams. We'll say I'll, I'll correct myself for those kind of four final four, maybe six teams that made the, made the playoffs. It's, maybe this is a time for them to sign someone to make an impact early on and you can move them after that. But I don't think that'd be something, something to look out for, for sure. Custom NBA jerseys. Joey's a there, style guy. Joey's a big some, time style guy. So there's some good ones. coming. Yeah. What do we got? Take, take it away with some of your favorites.
1: I mean, yeah, so I mean, yeah, visual radio. If you guys can imagine these, you can Google them.
0: <laughs> um
1: the Hawks have the Hawks have like three new like main jerseys and then they have an alternate black and gold MLK junior jersey, which is heat. Looks very good. The Nets had those those powder blues coming back. Every every team kinda of went the Hawks the Hawks really aren't old school, but the Nets went old school. The Grizzlies are going back. To the teal, red, and black color scheme, the yes. Vancouver color scheme. Those yes. are unreal. A um, bunch of new courts. The Nets are gonna be playing on a, like a powder blue outline court when they wear those jerseys. Uh, the Hornets are going back to the old school, the, the pinstripes with the purple outline, and dude, the all right. The Hornets alternate. It is it's all teal with gold and black trim. And the court that they're gonna play with, with the alternates is the Buzz City Court, and it's like a dark hardwood with teal, like inside the arc, and a black paint. You're gonna to have to look, you're gonna to to, like look, go online, look them up, because there's some ones that are so good. The Suns' new ones are so sick. Uh, the, the Valley, one, right? They
0: put the Valley on them.
1: Yeah, like like a like a pixelated purple going across the middle. Um, the Warriors actually, this is one that kind of caught some heat because they they're wearing Oakland jerseys, and they recently just moved the stadium out of Oakland. And I guess a lot of the fans are like, "Yo, like you can't, you can't rep us when you like you literally this year just ditched us." <laughs> so that one caught some heat, but they are they are sharp unis. Those are the the old Baron Davis jerseys. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, New Orleans got new like Mardi Gras theme ones. Those are sick. Like the gold, like those like the French crown, the flower. Like those are sick. Um, the Magic have like they have a they have a white and orange one. I don't get I don't get the Magic going orange, because they were trying that out last year too. I don't really get that one, mm-hmm. but it looked pretty cool. And
0: lot, well, Chicago did like a black and orange
1: jersey too. Yeah, the Spurs are going back to the old school like the Fiesta jerseys. Yeah, like yeah. the orange, red, and teal with the black. Those are awesome. I, yeah, the Nets
0: the Nets court is pretty cool too. Yeah, I'm
1: looking at it right and now. Then, uh, and the last one, the Blazers have a new like Oregon Trail jersey. Those are sick. Mm-hmm. They're like a like a very very dark brown. It's basically black with like with the color like one one side stripe outline. It's it means some sw- swaggy swaggy teams in the NBA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I mean, I'm also, just if get I just ever it. buy if I ever bu- buy the, the new two K. I buy it for the, like the courts and the yeah. jerseys. Just like start a franchise and just put, like, just check out all the new all the new stuff. That's why I like NBA. It. Just gets it, man. They just yeah. they just vibe with like what's what's in the NFL baseball that surprise surprisingly baseball is actually getting better with like jerseys and customizing like, yeah. there's a lot of player freedom with the cleats and like sleeves and mm-hmm. that which is cool um one, <laughs> the NFL the NFL could have so many sick jerseys and they just they're just no fun league can't customize your, you get to wear has to wear the same color cleats yeah you, you can warm up and you're customized when that once the game starts it's like and was it you, you? You like and it's a two, two or three helmets, and it's a two helmets max per year that they can wear only. They, they, they have to, you know, that, that, that's an actual rule that they have to go by. They have to like pick two helmets before the year starts, and that's the only helmets that they can wear.
0: Really, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like that's why teams don't like if a team has like a throwback helmet and they don't like say they're gonna wear it at some point, they can't like just like automatically wear it one game. Because like it's it's so it's so stupid. Wild.
0: So dumb. Interesting. That's all we got for the jerseys, though. A lot of good jersey talk. We got the Thunder going back to more front office centric things. Promoting assistant Mark Dagnalt. Hope I said that correctly. This is the episode of Tough Names. It is. It is. Tough name. Tough we're name we're, we're awesome. fighting through it, though. He is the new head coach for the Thunder. He was a head coach of a G League team at 29. And now at 35, coaching an NBA team. So is he the next like Greg Popovich type guy? Start when you're 35, coach like 40 years, and just win 35 titles. Yeah, I like, think what's his
1: face? Um, He's super, super Brad, talked about. Brad up. Stevens. Yeah. So although he hasn't won anything yet, but good coach.
0: Yeah, solid coach. That's cool though. He's been talked up. I read some articles on him briefly, and there's been nothing but good things to say about Mark and. Hopefully, kills it, that Thunder team's young. Got some young pieces. A, <laughs> we're still confused by Billy Donovan got let go. There must have been something like we said behind closed doors because they still Definitely. fought their asses off last year or in the bubble and played hard. Yeah. But.
1: That wasn't talked about enough. How like they were like they were like like they were a playoff team. Like it wasn't like really in question all year. Like Chris Paul's like yeah we're going to the playoffs. Yeah, and then it yeah, happened. Like, we, missed,
0: were, we missed something there. Wow. And
1: they're like, all right, he's done. It's like, wow,
0: okay, yeah. Final piece of the NBA, and maybe the most – I don't want to call it the most important, but the most polarizing aspect of the week is the drama down in H-Town. Apparently, Russell Wilson wants out. James Harden is still committed, he said, but – Yeah, okay. I just – I don't – I don't know what to say. I i don't know where Russ is going. I, I mean, someone's going to pay for him, obviously. He clearly wants to be the guy at this point. There's no doubt. I don't want to – I don't want to downgrade his wanting to win, but I think you told me before this that he wants to go to Charlotte.
1: I've seen I've seen I've seen the Knicks, I've seen Charlotte, and I've seen the Clippers. That's what I've seen so far. It's like that's like rumors.
0: The only team you're winning with anything with is going to the Clippers. Maybe. Maybe it'll backfire. <laughs> I know. <laughs> with all the all the shit they have going on in their in their locker room.
1: Like they were saying like Paul George Paul George in the first would go to Houston for Russ. Mm-hmm. then you got and you got harden and paul george and that team's gonna suck it's like i, I don't know I, I don't know man
0: this i like be- the nba
1: i like i like how i like how fluid the nba is like it's a, like players jump around a lot and I, I actually i actually do like that It's it, it changes up the teams and i'm i'm, I'm all for that but these top name guys i like, do like you gotta you gotta find your spot and you gotta you gotta give someone a chance to build around you Mm-hmm. I, I know. I know. Russ gave his gave more than enough time for OKC to do to build around him, and they obviously couldn't do it. Harden, I, I, Harden's there's a there's so many guys that just come in with Harden and it never works. Say at one point, are they just gonna be like, "Well, maybe you suck, and we're gonna get rid of you"? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do with him.
0: I love the drama that make. Because like you don't always like watch much of the regular season, but you do follow the storylines. You follow the drama because it's such an individualistic sport that, yeah, that's what makes it interesting to follow. So transitioning over to major league baseball, massive news, awesome news for the game as a whole, for the industry as a whole, and especially for the Miami Marlins. Kim Ng is the first female general manager ever. In professional sports ever so her resume is unbelievable she has like six pennants she has three rings she's been in the in, in the baseball it's for like 30 years i think i think yes. it was yeah she's been with like four four different teams and the league office an absolute rock star now she's getting the opportunity to take over a team and it's going to be awesome to see just a different perspective you, know, you, you see it with with the younger gentlemen that have come in over the past 15 years when Theo Epstein was just cracking in the scene um, for example, and it's just awesome to see that there's gonna be some new perspectives now. It's just not your old the old baseball guys are starting to starting to officially phase out and I, I'm sorry I, I love them for, for, for putting the Russia. game up but <laughs> <laughs> it's time. I, I'm, I'm excited for the game. It needs it needs new life, new breath diversity yeah. this is gonna be awesome
1: so also props props to Derek Jeter
0: Derek Jeter caught
1: a lot of heat for his handling of the Marlins up until this point I was I wasn't on that boat too I'm like oh he's kind of like he's like he's getting rid of yellow getting like, getting rid of all their big name guys like dude what are you doing um but they, were, they made the playoffs this year and they kind of they fought pretty hard they were a scrappy team dude so yeah I think they're going in the right direction in Miami
0: yeah, I, I honest to God, like I'm not just saying this because now they're they're doing better. I was one of those people when he first got everyone let go. I like took a step back and I dove into like why he made the moves he made. And a big part of it was around the, the death of Fernandez. Um, there was interviews with Yelich and he's like, dude, we just were all a mess. Like everything changed. Obviously, they weren't winning with Yelich and Ozuna and Stanton. And they they would have been they would have been in even more trouble right now if they had those guys still because they'd have oh, like no a, money. It's
1: like, like a billion dollars on yes, payroll. they would have <laughs> no money.
0: So he and I, he obviously knew what he was doing, man. And Gio does doesn't get rattled, so he knew the heat. He was he if if anyone thought that he didn't knew the heat he was gonna catch for giving away the three best players, two of them MVPs, and one of them a stud middle order here. Like he knew damn well what he was getting into when he did that. But the turnaround that he's had. And the competitiveness, even if it was only 60 games this year, and now going against the grain again and making this move to bring Kim in as the GM is amazing. And we mentioned it before when we were talking about diversity in front offices, like, until this becomes the norm and it doesn't have to be breaking news, like, then mm-hmm. we're not where we need to be. So, awesome for Kim. I, and I hope I pronounced her last name correctly. I'm sorry if I didn't, but excited to see what's going on. Major League Baseball. We also had some awards this week, Joey, officially announced uh, for the rookies of the year. I'll run through those and I'll let you go through the, the MVPs and Cy Youngs. But we had mm-hmm. Devin Williams, the pitcher for the Brewers relief pitcher. He won NL Rookie of the Year. He's the first reliever to win in 11 years. One run in 27 innings, one run given up, 53 Ks in 22 appearances. Essentially untouchable, unhittable. If you watch his highlight tapes again, his name's Devin Williams. The it's just the ball moves in ways it shouldn't. It's like when you throw those um wiffle balls, you know those like ones yeah. with the red thing around. You can like change the holes that open up. and go, yeah. that's how he. That's how his pitches look. On the American League side, we had uh, Seattle Mariners outfielder Kyle Lewis win the American League Rookie of the Year award. Eleven bombs and twenty-eight ribbies, super impressive, and he's the first Seattle rookie of the year since two thousand and one to win the award. So congrats to those two young beasts. We'll see you as you continue growing, growing throughout the league, but Jerry will let you take, uh, yep. take the Cy Youngs and the, uh, MVPs.
1: Cy Young was no brainer. I mean, Bieber was, was obviously going to win the AL. Um, I was pretty clear cut. Bauer wins in the national league. I think both, I think both are two. Pretty much you had I think you had to go to both of them. Uh Bieber kind of first unanimous uh Cy Young since Verlander in eleven. So that mm-hmm. and that was the year he won MVP and Cy Young. So that goes straight what kind of year Bieber had because I, I was I was a little bit surprised. I think if, if Cleveland had finished a little bit stronger, I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the talks for winning both this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you could throw on it over to MVP. Abreu wins it for the America, for the AL, which I, I think I called that with our dads. So I think I might do with this guy. I think he's in the window. Like he, he, it, it was for a time there. It was almost like him versus the world. I know what the white Sox are a very deep and very young team, but he was out. He was, he was, he was the cornerstone. He was the guy every game. Like I'm putting on for my boys. Like he was never off for that team. So very cool to see him win kind of just good again. Um, parody and awards is always good. I don't want to, I don't want to see the trout winning every year, even though he probably should. I don't want to see him win, win 20 in a row. Um and Freeman also well deserved in the NL. I think that one was pretty clear cut too. Um I know Mookie came on hot at the end, but Freeman literally first pitch of the season, the last pitch of the season just absolutely raked. He plays an amazing first base. I thought it was I thought it was pretty much a no brainer with yeah, him. But I you the definitely the not I wanna say surprise, but the guy you wouldn't expect to win it.
0: Yeah, I if you look at what O'Bare did power-wise, he hit, like, oh, 19 yeah. bombs, like, 6-7 RBI. was like, absolutely. Average, he averaged it. an
1: RBI game, which, like, isn't like a lot, but in baseball, that is stupid. Yeah. Averaging I, an, an RBI a game.
0: Yeah. Uh, he had an awesome acceptance, like, video virtually. He was just bawling his eyes out with his family. Behind him, you could see, like, all, like, the awards he'd had in the past, and he was just so humbled and appreciative. And it just goes to show you how much these dudes He's love a the beast. game. He's an absolute stud. Um I think oh Bauer changed his uh Twitter name immediately yeah, to an All Star pitcher did, like, Twitter video. Cy Young, yeah. Beast. I hope he comes to New York personally. I would love to have him there. Um, he's been talking a
1: lot about like a bunch of teams though. I don't, I, uh, I don't know what I don't oh, know what his motive is.
0: Oh, you know his mo. He's he's just a, he's just a born marketer, bro. He gets he yeah. gets it. People think he's like, he's like he lost his mind, but he's just doing it for a reason. Like he's just trying to grow the game. People are talking. No, baseball about needs so. him because like without yes. him, like speaking speak up, you need no more polarization. I, I get it. I love it. Um, I think he'd be great in the New York market. But I think Bieber should have won the the AL MVP as well as Cy Young. Um this the sixty games or however many games he pitched on the sixty games that he had was some of the most impressive pitching I've ever seen. So no, not to take anything away from Brayu. But I did think uh Bieber could have very easily won both.
1: And of course our boy DJ it gets no love again, comes in last place yeah. and voting again. It's like, dude, it's like I, I, what what more? I, without him, it, the no.
0: Yankees would maybe have not made the playoffs. They were sliding without him, and then once he came yeah. back, before Judge, before Stan, before any of those other guys came back from injuries, DJ LeMahieu was the first one that came back from his injury, and immediately they started winning again. Before that, yes. that was when they were on their skid, and they were the last team in the wild card until he came back. And he so, plays
1: he plays third, first, and second, and like in right field, he plays like four yes. spots. And again, not not knocking you, but it's like I. I I thought for sure it'd be a lot closer than what it was. Yeah. That's also our bias, but at the same token, it's just, that's just a fact. I I mean, mean, you, you, you can objectively look at his stat line, but that's an MVP season. Yeah. Uh, he hit, His numbers were insane.
0: Yeah. So, Jeffrey Lunau, though, I know we briefly talked about him last week and how he was continuing to say he did not know about anything going on in Houston. He's officially sued the team, uh, saying that uh, Jim Crane and uh, Manfred – Had negotiated penalties and set up Lunao to be the scapegoat for everything. So, interesting development in the uh, Houston drama. Seems like a lot, a lot of drama in Houston between uh, Russ and Harden, and now. Well, these scumbags deserve
1: it. Less so the Rockets. These are they're just they're just the Astros are just losers. Yeah, but I'm glad. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who who's telling the truth, (laughs) but. I'm glad that he's kind of keeping this alive because I think again, it doesn't get talked about enough what the Astros did to baseball, and they got other they got the lightest slap on the wrist for it.
0: Not a single player suspended. I don't want to get back into this again because we talked about it before. But I it know, suspended. but like I
1: saying, I'm, I'm just I'm glad he's still fighting for it. It's like yo, like I didn't do this shit. It's Like you guys, you guys did yeah. this. <laughs> so I'm glad. It's, I'm glad it's still alive to an extent because it's it's gonna kind of, it should it should st- I think it should still still be huge news. And like your dad was saying, like, they should have been playoff banned
0: for a year at least. Like the like, coaches I, I, are getting, back. Yeah, Hinch has hired Cora's back. No one. Of the players suspended. It's like it's like nothing even happened. COVID no, was, was the a, greatest yeah. thing that ever happened to the Houston Astros.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen teams in college get like get the death penalty. Like, all right, your yes. your program is done. It's like what? Like, we yes. didn't do anything that bad it's for like, paying
0: the, for for buying someone a car to come to their school.
1: Yeah, the Astros literally <laughs> rigged rigged the season. They're like, yeah, all right, just you get a new coach for you. they are playing. I'll be the game. show with
0: guest pitch and location out every single game.
1: Yeah well whatever, I it's, it's. I'm I'm glad it's still alive to
0: next. Yeah, good. Some <laughs> some more unfortunate news. This isn't funny, but Tony La Russa dude DW, DUI. Um for those of you who don't know, 76 year old Hall of Fame coach has been out of coaching for what half a decade, 6 7 eight, know, more man. than that. What, uh, White Sox hire him. And what are they doing? He gets uh charged with a DUI the day after he got hired yeah listen like everyone makes mistakes it's not obviously you should not be behind the wheel when you're under influence but the point i want to make is more so his response when he did get pulled over he essentially played like the clout card like do you know who i am do you see this ring on my finger i'm a hall of famer brother or something like that he said to, i'm a hall to the, i'm a hall
1: of fame person comma brother brother <laughs> hall of fame person hell yeah
0: brother um, Tony, 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 you're a seasoned. You're a seasoned veteran in this world. I I expect that I like a Johnny Manziel. Do you know who I am? I just I'm don't. Football.
1: What? What are the White Sox trying to do? That's what I don't get. So like, yes, in this guy's heyday, again, obviously he's in the Hall of Fame of baseball, which is probably the hardest Hall of Fame to get into. <laughs>
0: Is he the I first mean, person to
1: ever get inducted to the Hall of Fame, and then like come back to coaching? I don't know, man. But it's like, what are the what? And obviously, like you see the like the Strowmans, like of the Royal all these, like, all the young up and coming stars. Like I am, like, I would never play for this guy. Like, He's a lo- yeah. an, an idiot. Like I, I, I know Strowman was kind of called like a racist. That I mean, I don't know if that's a, a wild claim. I have no idea about that. But the guy's seventy six think about that. Folks at home, how old, how old, if your grandparents are lucky enough to still be alive with you, how old are they? Probably in that ballpark. If you're mine and Frank's age, imagine your grandparents shit faced and driving a car. That is a terrifying thought. Like this guy like, probably shouldn't be driving in the first place. Just like from a physical capability standpoint, you, you throw in, you throw in booze on top of that. It's like, this guy, like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A, how you don't like, just like, all right, you're fired. Like, like, to, like this, is, this is like a one shot chance. Like, we thought you could come back out of your prime, bring us to glory, but obviously, like, your head's in a different spot. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. The White Sox are like, I think they're, they're the one team in baseball who I wouldn't hire an old white dude for. They're an up and coming, like, like, they're like legit, like 25 and under, like the, their whole core studs. I don't understand. I don't get it. Oh, I just dreams. don't know what they th- aside from the DUI stuff it's like what How's, how is he going to connect with these kids who are like 19 years old they're his grandkids they could be his great grandkids to an extent yeah bro he might have kids playing for him who were born in the year 2000 he was 56 in 2000
0: that's a wild thing to think about, actually.
1: And now he's their coach. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is an absolute wild. I'm just I'm surprised they didn't like after that happened, I'm like, dude, what do you like? All right, you're fired. <laughs> they were like, ah oh, no, you're good, you're good. It's
0: yeah. like what? Get
1: <laughs> like, yourself a driver, Tony. Dude, seriously. I just don't I, I don't know. Yeah. And hey, and if you're if you're his family, get him off the road. <laughs> Call an Uber, Jesus. 76 he hammered he's driving around (laughs) i get the guy a freaking
0: cab yeah Wild. you might not even know how to use it give give him the old school cab for his old his old school ways i
1: do i do like like, i'm sure he's got a ton of money to do but pay one of your nephews or your grandkids hey i'm going out drive me around tonight like all right Right, you know grandpa, who I am? I got you. You know who your you. uncle is? You know who your grandfather is? Yeah, I'm a Hall of Fame I'm a Hall, hall of Fame, fame person.
0: person, man. Brother, nephew, Brother. Brother. Anyway, we'll finish up the MLB with some Wild news times. out of uh, both New York teams. New owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, again, coming in extremely ready to win, says, quote, it will be slightly Disappointing. End quote. If the New York Mets don't win the World Series in the next three to five years, that man is coming in to win. He's going to spend money. They just re-signed Strowman for one year, eighteen point nine mil. They're gonna they're gonna make moves, I'm sure, to uh, to bolster the offense and the defense. Uh, they're eyeing uh, Yadi Molina as well. And so are the Yankees. I think they just reached out to the Cardinals and said they were interested. I don't know if I'm sure the Cardinals are going to keep him. I, I can't never, I cannot picture Yachty Molina in anything. No. but a Cardinals Jersey, but there's a chance there. So Mets fans again, they should be pumped in my opinion. Cause when you have an owner, when you have an owner who comes in and treats this, like it's his, he's, he's playing like, I want to win a world series. I'm, I'm pissed if it's not happening in the next three to five years. Like, even if it's an audacious goal like as a fan you like, let's go like same thing oh, with the yeah. Yanks. like back in the steinbrenner days you can say what you want about george steinbrenner he was super sort of polarizing some people loved him some people hated him but at the end of the day all the he wanted to do the was done. win championships and if he didn't he had a very very short leash and your accountability so um yeah good for mets fans
1: i just want mets fans have your have your fun now you deserve it you got, you got a, a competent owner have your yeah. fun now don't count your chickens before they hatch. You guys, mm-hmm. your roster still stinks. Mm-hmm. You've nope outside the ground. You guys are horrible. You're, you're gonna get you're gonna get players. I'm saying, just don't get don't get too far high of yourself. You're gonna start as of, as of today. You guys still suck. Mm-hmm. A <laughs> That's time. a fact. Yes, that is yeah. a fact.
0: Yes. Potential doesn't mean nothing until it's right. And don't forget about Big Brother up in the Bronx. Still loading up. We have our so, own demons to figure out. Yeah, we do. But pay we, don't, Mayhew, we please, don't stink Please, like please, please pay Le Mayhew. Yes. <laughs> please. Uh, Yanks are also eyeing and Dalton Simmons. So uh, that shows me that they're not completely sold on Glaber as a shortstop, which I, was, I I love Glaber, but I said it before the year, as soon as they gave away Didi, I, I don't think Glaber is the most ready for a shortstop yet, but the Yanks had to do what they had to do, getting rid of Glaber, I'm sure, or, or, of Didi rather, to, to free up some space to get Garrett Cole. I hated it, but I understood it, I guess. And now they're trying to eye someone like Andrelton who can come and play a very good defense, but he can't hit at all.
1: No, he's a, so, he's a glove. He's a glove.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be happy to see him in the lineup, but, I mean, defensively, like, he's a freak show, so.
1: <sighs> I don't know, man. I just want to win.
0: <laughs> I don't care At this been. point, I don't
1: care who we have. Just please win a ring.
0: Yeah, I, just, I hate being – I hate – I'm not – I don't want to be that, like – just greedy Yankees fan, man. But you can feel for some of those teams who don't win very often as the last 20 years of Yankees fans. Like they we won, haven't seen not seen anything.
1: Again. We're not, we, we were, yes. we're the worst Yankee fans in history. We got robbed. Yeah. We got one ring that we've seen. Like that we like actually watched.
0: Right. And I don't think it's even like, I feel like I'm a stuck up Yankee fans more. So like the amount of talent they've had in the past 20 Every years, year. And just one ring, you know, like for the Mets fans, like you guys just sucked. Like, there's, there's been forever, yeah, it's false hope. The Yanks have been like, especially the last four years, been like, like World Series caliber teams, hands down, past four years, but
1: same shit, different day,
0: yeah. That's just being a fan, though, I guess. Every team mm-hmm. has their gripes. Um, closing up shop, though, with the NHL, they're doing some really cool this upcoming season, they're doing reverse retro jerseys. So you're going to wear your retro jerseys, but they're going to flip the colors. This is like complete, like crazy shit. So like for mm. the devils, their retro jerseys, they're always red and black, but their retro jerseys are actually red with like a hint of green, like uh-huh. on their, on their sleeves and green sleeves. So it was teased on AHL. Like the jerseys are going to completely flip. Those so, like the main colors going to be green. And there's going to be like red on the side. So mm. like, it to be super sick. So like, It'll be interesting to see, like, the Sabres, for example, when they used to wear those, like, black and red jerseys. Like, it'll be flipped, like, red and black, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. So That's pretty cool. That's going to be cool to see. Um, but in terms of the new season, the league apparently met on Thursday. I haven't heard anything specifically yet just from being around the league, but I did see an article on Sports Business Journal today, again, which is Friday, um, that it's going to be a grind the rest of this month to figure out if the – like to figure out the January 1st start that they are targeting. Um, there's been 56 game seasons discussed. There's been 72 game seasons discussed. The players want to play all 82, but that would take them into August, which is no bueno. The league does not want that. So i um, looking less likely that we'll see a full season again, nothing set in stone. This is literally based on what I read in the sports business journal today on, or as of Friday. So We're going to stay fluid in the NHL. I think it's unique compared to the other three leagues just because you have all those Canadian teams. You have players that have gone back to their home countries all over the world. So there's a lot of logistics that are much tougher than the the NBA to figure out where they only have, you know, the Raptors to worry about um, in terms of finding out a place to play. So it sucks being in the position working in the industry, like working in the NHL to like not know what the hell's going on. But... um, there are talks inching towards that January start date. So other than that, Joey. That's it. That's all we got. Packed week of sports news. Hope everyone's enjoying their Sunday watching the Masters. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Tigers in the running. Regardless though, there's been there's studs at the top right now. So it's gonna be an awesome finish. NFL football. Again, I'm calling it this week. This is when I make the move to catch up to Joey Coffey a little bit. I'm eight games back. I'm coming for his trot. Thank you all for listening. Again, please like, share, subscribe, call Geno Press to get your free quote. And do not forget, please, please, please do not forget to hit up Joey Coffee and congratulate him on his journey back to fitness and homeostasis, as you said, I'll probably
1: will probably quit in four days. So, what holds your Better, better DM me fast.
0: Yeah. Once thank Once Thanksgiving hits, he's gonna be full for the next year after all that food he eats. <laughs> all right, love you all. We'll see you next Thursday on the NFL Week Eleven pod, and then the following Sunday for Episode Thirty. Wow! Wow! Take it easy, man.